Hi everyone and welcome to the first ever episode of Love and Other Drugs. I'm Amy. And I'm Robin. And on today's episode, we are going to be dishing our dirt on turn-ons and turn-offs. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. What have you been doing today? Today I went on, I've done nothing but exercise actually. I woke up and went for a bike ride to my friend's house because it's her birthday today. 21. Happy birthday to Amy's friend. D. Um, also, our actual name's Caitlin, but we call her D. Um, Is there any, any, any particular reason why she gets called D? I mean, we all love D, but... <laughs> <laughs> our middle name is D, D-A-E. Nice. So one day we started calling her it as a joke, and then it just kind of stuck. Um, <laughs> it's awful when the D sticks, isn't it? so then we went round to her house socially distanced stayed two meters apart gave her a presence and then came back to then do have you have you heard of chloe ting's workouts i have not okay so we decided we were watching this these videos do you know how when you're on youtube it'll just pop up and be like you might like this and all of mine were like you might like yeah, it was like, <laughs> you might like to lose weight. And I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Thank, thanks, YouTube. Yeah, cheers. Yep. Yeah, just everywhere I looked, it was like weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I didn't think so. Well, I, I mean, I do, but you, you get me. Um, so then we were like, we've been doing daily yoga over FaceTime. So we thought we'd try this out. But all of the videos were like girls who were already kind of skinny. Yeah. Or th- Oh, slim. I don't like the word skinny. Um, then this, this this won't benefit me then. Yeah, well, it was before and after. Action. <laughs> Do you know? It's been a while. Good old lockdown. Thank you. <laughs> so it's been a week of me looking at all these videos um, every time they popped up. And it was the they are all like before and after photos on the little thumbnail. But they, it some of them, to be fair, not saying that it doesn't work because I don't know, but it looked like they were just pressing their stomach out for the first one, for like the before photos, and then like tensing their stomach for the after one. Yeah. Which I, w- I wasn't convinced, but then we found this one girl who was brilliant, and I'll have to find out her name. She, literally her title was Chloe Ting's Two Week Shred. I am not fit or I am not a healthy person or something like that. And when we watched her do it, like she she did, she lost like genuine weight and you could tell that she lost weight and she looked fab and she, she was just so honest in the video. So we're like, right, we'll give it a shot. Honesty but, is Oh good. my gosh, it is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful, like in the best way, but I just feel disgusted. <laughs> so tired. What no, you you'll done? feel good after um, well, I wish I could say that I've been doing Chloe Ting's workout or Joe Wicks or any other workout out there, but I decided instead to um, do my washing. <laughs> so, treat it to yourself. Like, just go wild. Like, you know, I just woke yeah. up and I was like, today I want to live my life on the edge. So, <laughs> I'm going to do my washing. Um, just a wild Wednesday, just a wild Wednesday, but I don't know, like, I think since lockdown, because I've been spending more time in the house, like I'm a naturally (laughs) clean and hygienic person anyway, which 
I'd, I'd, I'd hope that most people are, but I just, being in the house more makes me feel more dirty. Like I feel like I need oh, okay. to just, I don't know, just, I don't know if anybody else feels like that, but I just have to clean more. Um, no, yeah, no, cause no, you no. Const- yeah, like, Is it because like, you constantly round it? Yeah, I think so. And it's not like I'm not an OCD person in terms of like cleanliness or whatever people define OCD as. But I just I've been finding that I've just been doing more things than than normal. And I, I thought maybe it would be the opposite, but because you know I'm not going out as much, I'm not um currently at work full time, so I'm not doing as much washing with stuff, but like yeah, so I did that today and I just thought, you know, I'll I'll get that out of the way. Nice nice weather, sit in the sun. Yeah, it's a nice day. I feel like sometimes when you're doing washing and like awful tasks, it helps when the weather's nice. Yeah. You reward yourself with going to sit outside. Yeah. I've I, I feel like today has been like a productive day. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mine is not. I've done oh, no but exercise is productive it is but I mean either way like I think whether you're like cleaning and you're distracted in cleaning or you're distracted with exercise it really provokes a lot of thought you know for us so I've been thinking a lot about our podcast you know and what we're going to be talking about tonight and I had like loads of other things come to mind while I was doing other things so I'm excited to talk about those that's good lush right so what did we decide to talk about today for our first episode we are going to be talking about attraction, like what what are things that we're attracted to? What kind of qualities, characteristics, mannerisms, quirks do you like in another person? So I think this is going to be a really nice, easy thing to talk about because I think a lot of our, you know, I think some of our listeners maybe are going to be on that Tinder train through lockdown. So what is it that's really, you know, keeping them entertained? What, what, how many people have you got lined up? What are you looking for? Um, or if you're in a relationship, what, you know, secured the deal, you know, what made you, what made you commit? What, what are the things that you like in somebody? Yeah. Like classic turnoffs and turn-ons in personality traits and just general stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting. And plus, uh, we've kind of picked this topic to introduce us a little bit and like how our minds work and the way we see other people. Hopefully so you can kind of get a feel about type of people we are. Um, Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, Amy and I are, we share a lot of similarities, but not that I think age matters, but I'm a wee bit older than Amy. So I feel like we have very different perspectives on things, which should be good, though, because we're hoping it will provoke some thought and discussion with you guys, too. Yeah, well, we've been having conversations, haven't we, where I have had one comment or uh, like one opinion because I've never really been with anyone. Um, So I've never really been in a relationship. I'm 23 now. 22 I'm absolutely 22 <laughs> don't be adding those years on because when you get to my age of 36 uh you want to be taking those years off for sure yeah no I'm definitely 22 and at my age of 22 I've not been in a relationship or anything like that so I think my perspective on certain situations or personalities is completely different to yours yeah yeah for sure so we're hoping that's gonna bring a little difference to the podcast yeah no it will it will so, well, okay, let's like kick off with that then. So for you, I would, you know, what are the things that attract you or turn you on, turn you off from someone? 
So my first one would be like knowledge or intellect, like intelligence. There's nothing sexier than someone reading a book. Yeah, I I would have to second that for sure. So one that's yeah. actually on my list too, and it's it's also the first one I put. So maybe we've got some similarities there because um, I also feel that's really important. In like intelligence, and it it's not even necessarily like you know, academic intelligence, you know, all, you know, although I find ambition sexy, that's another one for me. Um, yes. I think somebody that is worldly wise, bit of a deep soul, uh, that is, you've got me, you, you've just got me, you hook me in with that. And I'm, 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 I'll go down that rabbit hole with you. Yeah, I'm the same, but it's, it's not even people who I think, Yes, I, I like intelligence and stuff like that. But what I think I like about it is the fact that that willingness to always want to better yourself, not necessarily being naturally smart, but just always wanting to strive for a bit, which I think yeah. is a of like, but I mean, I read books and um, they're the least knowledgeable books possible. I love a rom-com. Oh, dear. It's all guilty pleasure. Like I won't, I'll, I'll like it. I like a book that's, I, I don't know, I struggle to read like a, a how-to book about yourself or like a, a personal growth book. I don't know what they're yeah. properly called. Self-help. Self, self-help self book, books. yes. Yeah. I think they're great, but I don't like, I don't really want to read a lot of them because they're so complex and difficult. And because pretty- like, I might like, go for it. <laughs> You're going to have to cut that bit <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that they're pretty limiting. It's yeah, like a one size fits all. Like not everyone is going to be able to to do those. Yeah, and they're, they're big words. And if I come back from a day where I've been to uni and then been to work and I just want to chill back, I don't want to try and have to work out what a word says and then find <laughs> out what the word means to then read the book. So I love reading for me is just escape so if you saw a guy in a coffee shop or wherever and he was like reading a book what if he was reading what if he was reading a rom-com what what does it depend on what he's reading or that he just likes to read no no that he likes to read I'd walk over and be like do you know who Colleen Hoover is she is phenomenal read her books well I probably wouldn't go over because I'm a shy mouse but <laughs> that's what I'd be thinking in my head do you know when you what, go over when a, a situation in a shower later on <laughs> that's what I'd be doing that's where I get all my good and bad thoughts in the shower for sure um no I agree I think that's really cool that could be like a potential tinder bio for you maybe you know like if you're if you really like books and things but I agree. I think, in, yeah, intelligence is sexy. The want to better yourself. So somebody like what you're saying, that somebody that is is committed to self-development, like they want to be the best version of themselves. Like that is yeah. hot, hot. Yeah. I concur. <laughs> That's a massive one for me. What about you? What's What's on your list? So aside from those, I would say, I mean, this is like a – I think a lot of people would say this, but someone that's funny, but it, it's different what it means to me, I suppose. Like I'm someone that's quite, I like a dry sense of humour, like Larry David. Um, I still thought you were just going to be like, I'm someone who's like hilarious. 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm like totally really funny. Um, I'm so funny. I'm like the funniest. Like if if you so could, if I you mean could the funniest. If you could see funny in a dictionary, uh, that would be my picture next to it. I don't know why I'm doing or an American accent, by the way. Um, but that's just what I normally go for an Australian one when talking to you. Do you? Well, that I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, fair play. But I think your accent's more New Zealand. You have you oh, go. I can't do an Australian accent. It just turns into a New Zealand one. And that was awful. That was like South African. <laughs> South African. Yeah. South African. Yeah. So I had humor on, but I had it a bit different. Whereas I told, what was your point? We just started talking about the fact that you thought you were hilarious. Yeah, sorry. sorry. No, my, my point was, is that like, they have to be my kind of funny you know, like yeah, my kind of funny. And I think everyone has their own kind of funny, but my kind of funny is like witty, dry sense of humor. Um, and I was thinking today, so this was one of my thoughts while I was doing my cleaning and doing my washing. So this, you know, this productive day that I had, and I was thinking I was hanging the washing up to dry. And I was like, do you know what else is really important to me? Like somebody that's really domesticated. like. I don't, I don't want to be having to do stuff. I mean, I like, I'll do things to people that are, it's just when it's nice, you know, if I'm, if I'm doing it already, but I don't want someone that, you know, can't look after themselves if I'm not around, you know, someone that can yeah, just. Yeah. To then return to a house and have it a mess. Like you want someone oh, who respects God. you enough to do, to do that as well. Yeah. But respects like them enough. You know, I think yeah, man that okay. domesticated is pretty it's pretty hot. So I, I like, mm, I guess, men that are pretty minimalistic, you know? Okay. Yeah. I am going to agree with you on the sense of humor. And I wrote exactly the same thing. I wrote match and sense of humor because my friend, um, I absolutely love him to pieces, but he's got such a dad joke sense of humor. Yeah. Which no. when he, I'll just like roll my eyes and like shake my head. But he, when I was talking to him and his girlfriend, they were just like, we're both boring, but we both know each other are boring. <laughs> he was like, so it just works? Yeah, it's definitely matching on your level. I think um, somebody that is emotionally available. So this is something that I have learned. I would consider myself a bit of a Tinder veteran or an online dating veteran, a dating veteran. I, I You know, I've had my fair share of... Oh, emotionally, physically unavailable men. So the one thing that I think I've learned is somebody that is emotionally available. Like, So what do you mean by that? So I don't know. No, no, no. Okay. So for example, like somebody that doesn't, doesn't play games, like you don't have to worry that you're not going to get a text back. This person is uh, going to be available. They're, they've got no baggage. So somebody that isn't still, I guess, tied up with their ex-girlfriend, you know, so can like, somebody be friends with their ex-girlfriend? I think that's definitely another topic we can talk about later on, but somebody that's just ready to be where you're at. So somebody that's on your page, they're like, yep, I'm with you. I want to have potentially a relationship or, you know, they've just... They feel they've grown. They've got experience. They're yeah. just available to be able to give you what you need. So, like, it's all right if they've got baggage. It's just that 
they're emotionally ready to move on from that. That's the kind of thing. Well, I guess, I mean, I think, I suppose because everybody has baggage, like I don't, I I wouldn't say that I've got any ex-boyfriend baggage at all. Um, mm-hmm. They are long gone and I'm well and truly over them. But I think experiences that you have with people or experiences that you have in life can really shape who you know they shape who you are today so maybe maybe we all have a little bit of baggage if if we want to call it that yeah if we it's just how we choose to maybe make ourselves better from it or whether we choose to drag it along and let us let it drag us down yeah absolutely okay. like just, I think somebody that just has dealt with their shit to, to put it bluntly, yeah. they just okay. deal with the shit they need to deal with and they're just in a good place. Sweet. I um, had to go with that, like sensitive or like thoughtful and generous. Oh, yes. That would really, that's something for me because I was very much in a thing where I would do a lot for one person, I would do a lot for him and he would do nothing for me but it was fine because I was like oh no but I want to do this for you then it gets to a point where it's like a little something back wouldn't like yeah, after like I'm, however I'm long say, like fuck that it's not fine no you know, like it's not fine it's it's it's, it's not fine you you can't you, you can't give your energy to be there yeah yes I've been there for that situation and it's, (laughs) it's not, it's not fine. Like it's, it's, it's not even about the whole, you don't give to receive kind of thing. It's, you know, if you're investing more energy into something, friendships or relationships, you know, what, in, in whatever context, you kind of got to take a step back to evaluate that and think, well, yeah. And what am what am I actually getting from this? Like, am I getting something really meaningful? Is this bringing some really nice purpose to my life? If the answer is no. Then you've really got to be reevaluating who you have around you. Yeah, and it's I think sensitive is quite rare, or like people I find it difficult to find someone who maybe this goes with the emotional intelligence of it all of like just being able to tell you how they're feeling rather than just playing playing like games and stuff like that I think yeah yeah somebody that's definitely someone that is like intelligent with their emotions for sure like yeah emotionally ready emotionally available it's it's kind of like they link together you know you don't want to be chasing someone if you're if you're not getting anything back it actually you know it's weird because I feel like I've I've come full circle in my dating life because when I used to date I bloody loved the chase not gonna lie I (laughs) loved the guy that I had to like work for Uh, I found it like really alluring and quite sexy sometimes it was mysterious and I'd end up getting in these toxic situations which you know the outcome from it so after you come out of that situation was never any good um but now I just find it it's a huge turn off. And I think that just sort of comes with it comes with time. So the the moment, you know, if if I'm dating someone and the moment someone starts playing games with me, like last year I, I went on a date with someone who I went on a few dates with someone who I did really like. Um 
And then we would be talking about meeting up and the things that we were looking forward to during the day. But then an hour before we were supposed to hang out, he'd be like, oh, I, I've, something's come up. I, I can't. And he did it. I, he did it three or four times. And I was just like, this is really like, it's, it's turning me off. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't have that kind of, I, it's just disappointing, you know? And I think if somebody really disappoints me, I, it's really difficult for me to, to bring that background. Yeah, well, I have very much the same opinion, but I've never been full circle because I question myself so much that it's just before, as soon as some, I guess this is probably not a great thing, but as soon as I start to realise that someone's being a bit off or someone's, you know, not being, I don't know how to describe it, like I hate not being messaged back, that's my yeah, that really, really upsets me. That makes my head go mad, especially when they've like, got what, the red dress on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God, yes. that's just cruel. Red dresses, that's yeah. just cruel. Can we just can we just put this out there now? Anybody that leaves people hanging from a red receipt, you are the worst kind of human. Unless you have a very good reason for it, please just don't. Like it's it's yeah. Difficult. iOS even have reacts, so that's like a positive way of ignoring someone if you need to. Like if you yeah. if they've asked you a question or something and you're just like, oh, it's not for me. Or just say you're not feeling it. Don't ghost. That's a turn off I, for me. Oh my gosh. We talk about ghosting. That. Uh, I feel like yes, there's that is becoming way more prevalent these days though. And people and, just do it all the time. Absolutely. But you know something, like and you know, this is something that we'll talk about in another episode, but during lockdown, so I've had about four people, actually five now, because one one messaged me last night who I worked with so long ago. But that we've got people who have previously ghosted you. You don't really know what the hell happened in the situation. There was no explanation, no closure. But then during lockdown, oh, oh, suddenly, suddenly they don't want to ghost you anymore. Suddenly they want to be your real life friend. And it's just like, you know, no, not okay. Not yeah, okay. I completely agree. And it's so frustrating. And it's just like, oh, so now it's now it's cool then. Okay, now you. But you know talk. what? <laughs> like I've, I say this, um, but I've actually remained friends with a couple of people who I did go on dates with online. We got on so well in person that I was like, oh, I'd really love to have this person in my life, but there wasn't that romantic chemistry there. But when we were talking about what kind of went wrong, they were like, well, you just you just ghosted me. Like you just didn't you didn't really respond to anything I was doing or saying. And I was like, oh, okay. So I've been pretty, I have to say, hold my hands up. I think I've been quite guilty of that as well. But what I guess what worries me about that is that I didn't even realize. So it's almost like ghosting these days. Is is that like second nature now to the point where you we're so used to swiping left or right that ghosting someone doesn't it people just become detached from how that might feel to someone? I think sometimes it may be a case of like you weren't feeling it. So then you didn't realize that you weren't reciprocating like the questions that were being asked maybe or something like that to the point where you thought it had all fizzled out and it was just time to end a conversation and they were like oh, okay yeah so it could even I, be that I mean that that's true I definitely didn't do it in a malicious way like I I know that I didn't yeah. I wasn't actively going well 
it's not going to speak to you now. Like it, it probably, <laughs> I was probably got another match at the time and it pinged through on my phone. Yeah. I started talking to somebody else. Like that's what happens. But I think something that I have learned from those experiences though, is that is as difficult as it is, as icky and uncomfortable as it, it can feel, it's actually a really bold, kind thing to just tell someone. Yeah. And do you know what it is? I used to think I'm not attracted to you was like an insane insult. But now that I've grown up a bit, it's just like, look, there's nothing like it may, it could be the most attractive human. But if you don't feel a physical attraction towards them, if they've not got maybe like the like chemistry. personality that you really like, yeah, chemistry totally. Yeah. And I think sometimes it is, it's just so much nicer to just be like, look, it's just not going to work. Um, yeah. And I think being on the other side of it, I m- would much rather prefer that to be done to me. But I can't say I'd be brave enough to do it to someone else until like I was in that position, I think. Yeah, it it, it it's taken me many years to be able to do that. Um just to tell somebody I'm not interested. And in some situations, I really wish that I did just that because I can remember when I was living back in Sydney, I was having a night out with my friends in the in the pub. We were all, well, say we were all, I was definitely pretty wasted. And there was this guy at the other end of the bar, uh, blonde hair, blue eyed. Again, I'm not saying that, you know, not my usual type at the time but we were giving each other the eye and I was like yep this is great I was pretty recently single so a little bit of flirting went a long way so anyway I'm pretty wasted my friend Ashley uh she put me into a cab and I went home and then about I'd say about 45 minutes later I got home I was in bed I got this text through on my phone and it was from his name was Dan so Ashley had given this blonde guy that I was flirting with my number and he was asking if we could go out for dinner sometime. So didn't reply till the next day. Um, I think ghosting in that scenario is the very best thing, by the way. Please don't text people back when you're drunk because that's just another thing. But I, I waited until I was sober and I texted him back. Like I say, I was recently out of like a what I would call like a high school relationship. And this guy seemed quite okay. Wanted to take me out for dinner and do the whole wine me dine me thing, so I was really down with that. So we organized a time. He came to. Um, I was still. I was about. Think I was twenty one, and I was still living with my parents at the time. They'd gone away, and he came to pick me up for for dinner. So we'd arranged the time and everything. I answered, opened the door, and there was Dan. Now Dan, I don't want to sound horrible, just what he wasn't. What I remembered him to look like through my yeah, goggles are a dangerous yeah. thing danger danger don't do it but you know what I was like no this guy has come to pick me up to take me out for dinner I might not be instantly attracted to him but you know we could he could be really super intelligent all those things that I was talking to you about before like I could give yeah. I wanted to give him a chance I think it's the right thing to do so I thought right so we went out for dinner Anyway, um, he was telling me what he was doing for work. Uh, I believe he was a teacher. I think it was a science teacher. I'm not sure, but he was a, he was a teacher. And he was telling me all about his job. Dan, bless him, just wasn't 
for me. Like, in if I could, I, I would rather sit and watch fucking, I would rather do, what's her name? Is it Chloe Ting? I'd rather do her yes. workout like five <laughs> times, like five times off the bat. I, I'd rather make myself unconscious that I've done so much fitness for the day. Than, Was it like three-course meal? Yeah. Like, like really, long meal. Oh, long meal. Long meal. And, he, you know, he'd gone. And it felt even longer. <laughs> he'd gone out of his way, you know. He was wearing this lovely blazer jacket. You know, he was well presented. Anyway, I was this young 21-year-old who was just sitting there thinking, mate, like, you, I'm just not vibing with you at all. So anyway, he, he I think he went to get a drink or he went to the bathroom. And my, and my friend Ashley had texted me saying, how's the date going? Now, remember, Ashley's the one that trolled me with this in the first place because she gave him my number. But she messaged me <laughs> asking how the date was going. So put the phone down. I thought, oh, no, he's, he's not back. So I'm just going to write back. So anyway, as I was writing, Dan came and sat down at the table opposite just as we were. Anyway, I texted back saying that this is the most fucking boring as a day I've ever been on. Get me out of here. If you ever do this to me again, you know, that kind that kind of a sitch, right? Anyway. Just like I'd as you text your mates. Yeah. Bit of embellishment. Yeah. As you would text them saying, you know, you are like, this is, this is not great. This is not, this is a less than ideal situation for me right now. You know, they were all out having a great time in the city, partying, and I'm stuck with, with Dan. So anyway, he sent this text message back to her. 20 seconds later, his phone goes off, right? So I thought, oh, I don't really care if he picks his phone up because it's just not that kind of a date for me. So yeah, however long it takes for him to look at that phone will will only decrease the time that I have to spend with him. Anyway, he puts he puts the phone on the table and, you know, picture it in the movies. You know, he, like, puts it down then sort of pushes the phone across the table to me, like his phone. I was like, it was a bit weird. But anyway. Yeah, like when they do deals in, like, mafia films. Yeah, it's like a mafia thing. Or, like, when you somebody yeah. pours a drink and they just, like, push it over to the next person. That was what he did, but with his phone. Well, I really wish that time could have stopped at this point because as I picked up his phone I'd realized I hadn't text Ashley I text Dan so I told Dan via text message oh, Dan. <laughs> he was the most boring person I've ever been on a date with in my entire life and I'm sitting having to read what I have just written oh. so did you read know. it what did you read it again as if you'd never seen it before in your life <laughs> just had to let it sink in right like I just couldn't believe I'd, I'd done this did you, you know, know like chest adrenaline shoot I just that you get thought, when something happens no do you know what do you know what I have I clenched I, I literally felt my bum clench like I was just just I you know you know like those moments where you just want to put your whole fist in your mouth and you're like I don't yeah. know how I'm gonna get Melt out of into the seat yeah absolutely it was horrendous so Dan, as you can imagine, wasn't best pleased. And Dan mentioned to me, you know, he, he'd mentioned that I could have just been honest with him and I, you know, I didn't have to continue on with the date if I was so bored, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And Dan uh, then decided to leave. So that, you know, I, I'm guessing, would you leave in that situation? Uh, I probably would as well, yeah. Um, but I had the bill. So little 21-year-old me with... Was I working at the time? Yeah, I was working at the time. 
but I, you know, I wasn't earning a lot. I think I was, you know, I was studying and I had like some part-time job. So yeah, I had to foot the bill. I don't even remember how much it was, but it was a lot to me at the time. But yeah, so that situation I'll never forget. Dan probably won't either. Maybe scar the poor guy for life. So I always bless recommend him. just telling, God bless him. He, he was boring. Yeah, no, but like, imagine him telling this story <laughs> from his side. <laughs> it's like, so it was great. I was really vibing with Robin. It was the best day I'd ever been on. Oh, no, don't, Cracking don't. girl. And then he was like, and then I received a text. <laughs> oh my god, don't! I feel really bad, but yeah, like, you're you're making me feel like 21 year old me again. Yeah, so I think that's what I've learned is don't text, don't ghost, just just speak, just just tell someone and and if you do have to text just make sure that you're you know you're nice about it so yeah totally just that's respectful it. as you let them down so is that all of your turn-ons uh, I've got active listener as well but I guess that goes into sensitive oh no someone who like great. just listens to you man I want someone like I a guy I met in Vegas like mm. We, is this like a what happens would, in Vegas stays in Vegas kind of story? Yes. Yes. Okay. I hmm. left Vegas <laughs> and followed me home. Um, oh, so, so we were chatting and I'd not spoken to him for a little while just because he was super busy with uni and I was. And then I, I mentioned something and then he was just asking me questions and I was like, I've literally not spoken to you in three months. Like, and you have just remembered this. Whereas like the last guy I was speaking to before him couldn't give a shit like yeah. it was the next day I'd bring something up and he'd just be like oh what I think and I'd be like, oh, that is cool. such a good shout yeah you know it is such a good shout you you want to be able to speak to somebody about anything and and I think on to to support the active listener kind of thing somebody that's not reactive or like confrontational like someone that you can just you can have a disagreement with you can tell them that they've pissed you off but you don't it doesn't have to implode into some nuclear kind of yeah like totally that turns me off massively when you can't just talk to someone well one of my things is if I if someone's really upset me or if something's upsetting me at some point like with my dissertation you know how much of an issue I had with that when I sit down and if I like said to someone it's like oh I'm really upset this has happened this is it. Sometimes I just want you to be like, yeah, that that's shit. Not try and fix anything. And I, I appreciate sometimes like it it is really helpful if someone's giving you answers and helping you out. But like that day when you feel so awful and someone's just like, oh, it'll be fine. And oh, it's okay. This will happen. And this will happen. And it's like, just level with me. Just acknowledge that I'm in this place. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Sometimes that's all I want rather than someone trying to figure something out for me. I just want uh, every so often someone to just be like, yeah, that sucks, I'm sorry. What about, to go with that then, what about somebody that's t- quite tactile? Like somebody is is affection, you know, I'd be, because I'm quite an affectionate person. I, you know, I do a bit, I can get, I can get a bit needy sometimes and I just want like, just want a bit of a cuddle if I've had a shitty day. I'd actually like to also hear from people that maybe aren't affectionate you know, have you been in a situation where you're affectionate and they're not? You know, does, is that like a, a deal breaker for a relationship or can you work around that? You know, I, I would love uh, if to someone's like over affectionate compared to you. I've never over affectionate or under affectionate. You know, like if I, yeah, 
you know what I mean? I'd be I'd be interested to hear from people who have either made it work or is that like a real sort of deal breaker? You know, if someone's yeah. not emotionally receptive, you know, like yeah, actions speak louder than words as well. Like, do, does it is it important to you for you to hear? that somebody loves you and that they like you a lot or is it more important for people to feel you know when they're with someone that they're loved appreciated and, and liked or does it is it both like I'd, I'd really yeah. love to, to to hear about that yeah definitely write in if you have any kind of examples or stories about how that's worked for you because I'd love to hear stuff like that what I'm going to turn it on the flip side what do you find not attractive but before actually before we go into that, I was researching, so you know how I like to research. I yeah. was looking for like people's turn-ons, turn-offs, stuff like that, and I stumbled across an article. It was like what men want from women, what men don't want from women, and then like what women want from men, and then what women don't want from men. Um, not a very inclusive art article yeah I was about to say like if you guys can see me now I've got a bit of a frown on my face because I'm trying to figure that one out but yeah let's hear the content I'm I'm ready yeah so are you ready for what men want from women oh can't wait I cannot wait to hear it is the most misogynistic thing (laughs) the first one anyway are you ready I'm oh I'm uh I'm braced in fact I'm gonna have some wine probably need to have some wine for this yeah (laughs) one of them is the smell of food cooking um and a woman cooking them food like that so, that was the top of the article like their house the smelling fuck? like cooked food was like, like a turn on fuck like that kind of goes with that saying you know the way to a man's heart is through his stomach like well fucking yes. cook your own meal then cook your own meal and you know give yourself some self-love if you like that food so much get your own have your own food cooking with the aromas in your kitchen you know yeah another one was a good driver that's a turn on (laughs) second one was handy with tools handy with tools. like when i was just reading i was reading them and i was just like really i die yeah i mean it oh this sounds really really i yeah (laughs) but one of the turn-offs which i found really hilarious um was pregnancy test in the bin I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> wait a minute, where I just... <laughs> it was like, what is a turn-off for women? And then it was like pregnancy test in the bin. But apparently it's also a turn-off for women if in a man's house there was a I, I pregnancy thought... test in the bin. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, I'd be asking a lot of questions. <laughs> I'd be asking a lot of questions. I'm, something I'm curious before you go on, was this article mm-hmm. written by a male or a female? Oh, I didn't go into that. Okay. I'll have to cool. tell you an answer next next step, but I'll find it. it was so funny. And then it had like the smell of perfume. I must admit, though, I have to agree with the perfume thing, but I guess obviously, well, whatever men are into, but uh, cologne for me. So a man that can smell good, that is actually essential. It really, yeah. you know, when you're like walking, I don't know, you're walking out in public or supermarket wherever and you can just follow someone's scent <laughs> like it just smells so good <laughs> sounds really creepy you could or you do I mean is there different robs <laughs> I suppose you could if you really wanted to depends <laughs> how much trouble you could get into but 
no like it just it, I just love a man that smells good like that is you know if you're on a first date with someone and you lean in for the hug or the kiss or whatever when you when you see them and in the moment I can smell them I'm like yeah like that actually really it's really so important. so important so important I think that's like it's people wanting um someone who can look after themselves but also it's like it's naturally in our dna and built into us from like surviving thousands of years that is like people smelling good it's like pheromones but what but what what would the cavemen do like that a good stink like hey you stink but let's just let (laughs) Let's get it on. Let me rip that towel off you. <laughs> Let me rip that cloth. Whatever was around you at that time. <laughs> Nothing probably. I don't know. Let me, let me, let's lie down and fornicate on the mammoth rug. You know, the mammoth yeah, that we just went out. And... <laughs> yeah, totally. I, like, I agree it's massively important, especially because I was telling you about, you know, like those people at work who uh, all went through like a lush phase <laughs> and I love lush don't get me wrong I literally have a lush bottle right here on my dresser beautiful but people were coming into work and they were like do you like my new aftershave and I'm like, oh gives a whiff and they're like it's avocado <laughs> what <laughs> like I love like a sexy musky mm. smell like yeah. that kind of thing i i'm all for it avocado ooh. can you imagine that oh you smell fucking ripe today <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i can't i'm like i mean i like avocado i just it's one of those things avocados you either love or you hate it right so it's just yeah but then there was like eggnog and other things and I was just like what are we doing here like I know it's if you like the smell of it that's great but it was not doing anything for me when I'd walk into the break room and I'd smell like these strange scents that smelt nice don't get me wrong like I wouldn't oppose to the air smelling like that but I wouldn't want my man to smell like that what are your turn offs since we've gone into quite a lot of detail about turn on I know what does that say about us so okay so turn off well (laughs) stinky people I mean obviously on the back of what we've just been talking about but somebody that oh okay no I've I've, yeah I can I can now go into this I'm in I'm in the turn off zone so bad breath I can't I can't cope like just brush your teeth I just can't do it or like at least if you're you know if I I, I'm referencing this on a a, you know a, a dating scenario but in general like you know if if I'm around people in general that just have bad hygiene uh I I really struggle um I think that's the same for a lot of people 100% turn offs people so okay I love intelligence and I love people that are you know that have been through the self-development route going through that route they're reading lots of really great material that they want to share with me philosophy whatever love it cool but if you're too opinionated you know and oh. there's people there's people who you know I've had issues with where yes. if you <laughs> you try and have a conversation with them you have differing op- opinions and that's okay but 
you know, if you disagree with their opinion, then you must automatically be wrong. Like, just because it's their opinion, it doesn't mean that it's fact. That really pisses me off. Like, oh my I, God. I just yes. guess. Oh, you got very close yes. to the mic then. I was like, yeah, no, I just have to move that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um I have a funny story about that. Um just a quick segue. When we were I think, <laughs> I think we should when go we into got it. the microphones, we both got these blue Yeti mics and we were really excited. And I thought it would be funny to like go right close into the microphone and say what I originally thought was like the description of the way that things sound so do you know when people like eat I don't know crisps in a ca- in a microphone and people are like oh my god that sounds great and it's called ASMR I didn't know that it was called that I thought it was PDSM <laughs> so <laughs> Robin was just sat whilst we were like starting the mics around and I was just like <laughs> PDSM <laughs> she was like what <laughs> as as we know um we haven't decided whether we're going to talk about BDSM in a later topic or not yet. But as we know, as the majority of people know, it's uh, it's not the same thing. No. It took me a while to catch up when I got there. You did. We got there in the end. So just make sure you know what you're talking about before you whisper seductively into a microphone. That would be that's a top, a top tip. tip from yes, that's today's takeaway yeah, from this. Good. If you've yeah. learned nothing from today's session, please just take take that tip away with you today for sure. But I completely agree, and I never thought of it. It's not on my list. But there's nothing worse than when you try and talk to someone. Like I hate being shut down. Yeah, like it's like when someone's got fucking tunnel vision and there's no going in you you know you can't offer different perspectives and be like oh actually I've I've never thought about it that way yeah there's like people that just don't have that ability and it actually you can tell probably by my voice it really angers me and it frustrates me that I can't have like open conversations with people huge turn off so if if you you know if you're ever on a date with someone and and maybe you are someone that's maybe known to be opinionated, which is okay. What we would encourage you to do is just actively listen to their other, you know, their perspectives as well and, and take that in, whether you agree with it or not. Yeah, maybe you don't even have to say, yeah, you maybe even don't have to say that you disagree or whatever. So what about you? What are, what are some of your turnoffs? And are these, some, some of these turnoffs, are they what sort of like a barrier? Are they blocking you from potentially going on some actual dates there, Ames? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's just one of my most hated things. And the one one thing I can't get over, whether that's friendship, literally just talking to a person or anything like that. The one thing I cannot deal with in life is arrogance. Confidence. Oh. I've got you. Yeah. Yes, I guess arrogance and one for me, people who I don't know if it's the same thing. I think it's probably similar, but I fucking hate people that are pretentious. Yes. You know, oh my God, like that. Yeah, that actually, it, that's got to be up there with the stink. You know, like <laughs> if you're. See, that's my top one. Yeah, like that's such a good shout. I can't cope with people. I tune out straight away 
and and there's then there's when I tune out, there's danger that I'll you know I'll send you that text message on a date saying how boring or awful <laughs> you know it's all yeah, but confidence confidence is great. Like that, I really like someone that's sure of themselves, which yeah. I know it, there's a fine line between arrogance and confidence. To be fair, but it's just someone where they're talking, you're like, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know, I agree. Like you just like pipe down for just like a small amount of time. Um, just, just let me also an, engage here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And someone who takes himself too seriously goes into the arrogance pile as well. Do I you think. think taking them no. too seriously? So, for example, I was out for a meal and I was going back to the car, and we were going for a drink afterwards. So I was on the way back to the car to move the car for, for one, but also to change my shoes because for this meal, I'd like dolled myself up. I was wearing like a shirt dress with like a belt in the middle and I had on knee high boots and the the boots are beautiful. So nice. But then... I'm sorry. I'm just picturing, are, I'm just picturing you in knee high boots here. Like, yeah, she, you know, you are... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> so then I was like really feeling myself but I was like I cannot go out for drinks in these because as gorgeous as they are they were not comfortable at all and they I only really wear them for things where I know I'm gonna go to sit down because I'm that sort of person that's good um, you didn't put yourself through that like yeah well, no, well, I would well, people that. would put themselves through that and you were just like nah fuck that I need to be comfortable like it's yeah. just not feeling it yeah so then I went to the car to go pop some converse on because I always have it just chill shoes in the car for always so I put I went to pop my converse on he was like what are you doing and I was like my feet are hurting and he was like don't take them off and I was like excuse me <laughs> my feet are hurting and it's like if you can't go into somewhere where someone's wearing a shirt like do you know what I mean just someone that can't take themselves down a little bit to yeah no I know what you mean like, like other people's perspectives yeah. matter that much Whereas my feet were hurting and therefore I did not want to be wearing those shoes. So then I struggled for the rest of the night in those shoes. So you kept because the shoes was, on. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I was literally just like, oh, right. Um, okay. Because it, it made me feel so small of just like, why would you do that? You yeah, like it's almost, day. do you think it was, but it could have been taken two ways, I suppose. Either he thought that you were hot as Burke in those knee-high boots. I'm probably going to go with that one. Or two, <laughs> he could have also been more concerned about what other people think. And that's kind of another turn-off. Like, like what you're saying, taking yourself too seriously, yeah. like who cares, man? Like, But something to, to, to pick up with what you said, uh, just to detour back to turn-ons for me, Converse. Ma- ma- oh my god men that wear converse I don't know what it is but it it I it's hot I find it really attractive love a man in converse do you like a bit of ankle but <laughs> it's or more it's the high, high tops it's the high tops really yeah I like the high tops oh. high tops with jeans um yeah it's it's the high tops I don't know I mean back in the day so back when I was like 15 or so I was like a bit of a, a skater chick. You know, I'd wear like, con- I used to wear Converse now, but Vans and I would wear band t-shirts and maybe it comes from that. I don't know, but whatever it is, a man that can rock a pair of Converse just 
does something for, for me. I just totally forgot one of mine. Please, cheeky. please share. Ooh, Someone yeah. who's cheeky. That is like my, that is my one, one requirement, actually, I would argue that it's a, it's a toss between that and the knowledge. And I, I imagine cheeky slash witty. Yeah, I agree. That, yeah, like, I do. I, I love a cheeky smile. It's my downfall. It is my downfall. <laughs> I'd say beware to all those people, but you shouldn't beware because Amy's hot and single. But yeah, <laughs> cheeky smile. I get it. Cheeky personality is definitely like a, a cheeky chappy. Yes. Yeah. Tom I, Holland. Tom is, Holland. Is yeah, like good shout. The epitome, man. I, just that man. So I get myself into trouble with cheeky people, though. I always find they're the ones I always get myself into trouble with. I'm a sucker for them. But that's where the, the arrogance and the confidence comes in, because I want you to be cheeky, cheeky confident, not cheeky arrogant. That's a very good, that's a very good shout. I hope people are sort of taking, taking note of this, because I wonder, you know, for, for men, for women, like, if you are, you know, a, you know, a man, a male, do you... Do you find that women who are cheeky? Do you find that hot too, or you know? Because some I've I've got some you know quite a bit of male, quite a few male friends, and they sort of say that a woman who or girls that can be too cheeky, they don't like it too much because it kind of outdoes them. I, I, it sounds weird, but like oh, okay. they come from a different angle where they like to be the ones that are a bit cheeky. But I I would argue that I think a woman that could be that's cheeky is pretty hot too. Something banter. Yeah, I agree. Boom, banter. banter. Yeah. Absolute banter. Someone keeps banter. you off your toes. Yeah, yeah. Keeps you off your toes. Keeps you on your toes. Keeps you off your toes. Well, whatever yeah. you want. I mean, whatever <laughs> you're into. If you're into BDSM, then BDSM. that would be, <laughs> would be a good one. <laughs> What's another turn off then? Oh, I feel like there's like a lot, a turn off. Um, okay, so this is going to, this might be a bit controversial because there's a lot of, you know, women out there today who are, we were, we were sort of having this conversation the other day when I, I got angered by a, a post, an article that I saw, but there's a lot of women who don't like to have the door held open for them because they don't want, you know, they want to be independent. They don't feel that any man or anyone should be holding the door open for them. Like they can do it themselves. They can pay their bills. I think that's great. You know, like I think power to anyone that that's what feels really good to them and they want to, that's how they feel independent and positive and empowered. I think that's fantastic for me personally. I do like a bit of chivalry. That's what I'm going to call it, chivalry. So I, you know, I, I suppose this is if somebody wasn't very chivalrous, you know, like didn't open the door for me or didn't like, I don't know. I just think chivalry goes a long way because it kind of leans into sometimes being polite, attentive, thoughtful, wanting to make a good impression. That's what it means to me. So somebody that doesn't really give a shit about that stuff makes me, can sometimes make me not feel very valued, you know, and I know that lots of people will be like, well, you shouldn't feel valued if for, you know, just by another man, like you shouldn't have to get your value valued for yourself. Yeah. So I totally get that because I don't want to identify myself as only valued or I, you know, I I don't want to see myself as needing another person to make myself feel happy or good, whatever. But I do kind of like it sometimes. So 
I'm just going to throw that one into the mix. I thoroughly like it. I'll put my oh, hand in that. I'm <laughs> sucker for that one. I just think if, on, if just if just but that goes into I think thoughtful for me. If someone wants to do something just to do something for me, that's like even if I was having a shit day and someone was like, you know what it is? Here's a chocolate bar. I'd be like, oh, yeah, Champion. yeah, I'd love like that. just something where it's like if you if you knew if they knew you were upset and they just wanted to do something not for any other reason than just for you, for you to feel a bit better. That kind of stuff's the thing that gets me. I, I wonder if like some of the, the men that I've been on date with, like dates with that haven't been as chivalrous, maybe they've gone on dates with women that don't appreciate it. So they're learning that maybe women don't like that. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm appealing to the men out there. Don't give up, you know, chivalry. I think, a lot of us do like a bit of chivalry and I think it's just a way of showing that they're into you, you know, you're, you like a person, you want to be thoughtful, don't go over the top, but I think, yeah, a bit of chivalry is, is good. But what are you so, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to lead on to this a bit further then. So oh. another, a little bit, because again, I'm, I'm probably going to get a few people that are going to disagree with me here, but if I'm on a date with somebody, a first date, Yes. Do you split the bill? Do you pay for it yourself? Or do you, because for me, I, I'm going to give a few different scenarios. So I've been on dates with people who have allowed me to pay. Like I'll always offer because I think that's just a nice, respectful thing to do. I, I think it's a really respectful thing that you can do to offer I think it's just it's you know you're not expecting somebody else to pay like I just think it's that's just my values I think that's a that's a nice thing to do I've also been in situations where people want to go halves and I think that's I think that's okay like I'll get away with the halves thing but it kind of makes me think did they have a really good time or I I, that's the impression that it gives me and I've been on a you know I date a guy for a little while actually we were dating for a month but we would go halves on everything like if we went out we were going to cook each other a meal or something you know he kind of wanted to go halves on buying the ingredients and it just got a bit too much and I was sort of thinking I just want to be swept off my feet a little bit so yeah me when a when a man offers to pay and kind of insists on paying just for the first date for me like that actually goes a long way I can't talk much from experience <laughs> of my small amount of dates, but for the one, for the last one, I can remember he paid, but I was like, I will pay. But he was just like, no. And that's grand, like, I'm fine. But then also it's, I don't, I don't know. I don't even think I've been on like a... How do you think it, like, how, just curiosity, if he'd sort of, if you'd offered to pay, he was like, yeah, okay then. I won. What would you have thought about that? Would you have not really thought much about it, or would you have been a bit like, oh, like, okay? I probably would have been sound with it. To be fair, would I, you? Um, yeah, but we were friends. Like we'd known each other for a good while. Okay, but like every time we went out, um, he would pay for me All and right. like wouldn't let me. But then I don't know because we had very much a relationship, and these are the kind of relationships that I love. Um, friendship or not or a bit more or whatever um is when say I was coming over to your house 
I'd, and I wanted a Starbucks. I'd just be like, sweet, do you want a Starbucks? And you'd be like, yeah, please. And then if you were like, oh, can I give you the money? I'd just be like, no, nah, just get the next one. And that's the kind of one I like where it's like, oh, I'll just get this one this time. You get it next time. Yeah, because like if you go for drinks with a guy or with whoever and say I go in, they get the first one, the next one, the one after that and the one after that, they're like 60 quid down if you're going out for a night in Newcastle. Yeah. After like so after like four drinks and that's when I don't feel comfortable. I'm like I No, I agree. I, I think when it gets to I, that point, I I definitely definitely insist on like no at least get let me get a round of drinks like for yeah. because I feel really bad and I also feel like I want to be, you know, contributing. So Yeah. I would definitely agree, you know, in 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 terms of that. But yeah, I just don't know. I'm not like old fashioned. I just like a bit of chivalry because it makes me feel good it makes me feel appreciated and that's something that's quite important to me I agree I totally agree I've just probably not been on enough dates for that to be something I think about but you will like yeah you will like I know that you're exploring different things at the moment but I suppose if we move it on from dating then and we go into sort of the like the realm of relationships, what what cements that deal? For me, I was thinking about this today when I, you know, <laughs> pegging out my washing. Um, I was thinking about- I didn't about, know what you were going to say when you said pegging. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, that's a different, you do know why because that's a very different topic and you you absolutely do know why. Um, guys, I'm not going to go into this right now, but we will maybe talk about this another time. But Moving on from pegging, um, all I was going to say was the, the, being with somebody that's got values, like the same values as you, yes. I think that's what's going to make you, you know, is it longevity or longevity? I can never pronounce longevity. it. Longevity. longevity. It's going to give you longevity to a relationship. If you don't have the same values, like, I mean, inner core values, worldview about life. Yeah. I feel like it would be, values are, are massive. Like, I just don't think that would it would ever work. Like, you can have difference in opinions, but if your values are different, like the things that you really, that are really important to your core being. Yeah, and like the desires you have I to just be the person think. that you really want to be. I don't think it would work. Um, no, I agree. And this is the last guy I was seeing, the second last guy I was seeing. Um, he was so different to me. But, like, we got on really well. And, we, like, I was really attracted to him. I assumed he was attracted to me. But, like, he, we were just going in opposite directions. Like, it was never going to work. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you can't see that. Sometimes I think it's hard to see. Yeah, you've got to, that takes time. You've got to step back and like really see from every angle. Yeah, it's hard because it's difficult to really gain that information from a first date. So you could get a few months in and then discover that you don't have the same values, you know, um, or you could be so infatuated with someone for different reasons that you overlook the fact that you've got differing values, you know, and that yeah. can be quite, I've been in that situation before where you kind of just like, no, fuck it. This feels so good. Don't care. Yeah. Taking stock of, if you're looking to date for fun, don't know how much it matters, but if you're looking for someone to, to develop or to lead into a relationship, I would definitely encourage you to take stock of what your values are. Like assess this, 
relatively early on or when you know and and make sure that those values align somewhat with the other person because then I think if if they do you know you've got a you know much more of a chance at being successful than than not totally sweet so now that we've kind of talked around everything and kind of batted different ones off each other what would you say were for you like your turn-ons well now that we've talked about it I would I reckon worldly wise somebody that's deep so I can have those you know down the rabbit hole conversations with and funny turn-ons okay and your turn-offs pretentious somebody that's emotionally unavailable slash game player can't be asked and stinkers sorry but yeah if if you stink (laughs) it's never gonna work what about you mine would have to be a joint top between no actually cheeky gotta be cheeky okay you you love the cheeky I do like it's a problem (laughs) <laughs> like cheeky witty that we can just bounce back but like at the end of it he's always gonna be like cheeky smile <laughs> get away with anything yes no it is a problem yes that is a problem um but also knowledge knowledge is number two and my last one would have to be like thoughtful or generous just someone who's gonna because I think I'm very much like that where I'll just see something and think of someone and just do it without thinking yeah. about it I'd like someone to appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, good shout. And then my turn-offs are most definitely arrogance. (laughs) Like, so much. I can't even describe to you how much I actually (laughs) hate arrogance on the liver chicken. I love that I can see your face right now. Like, you're getting so angry just talking about it. (laughs) And then dishonesty. That's one for me. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Why? We didn't even discuss that, but yeah. We didn't, but it's just so, it's right there. Goes Uh, without saying. And then then my third one, because, well, we've listed all of the rest in threes, is um, once again going to have to be arrogance. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't. I just can't do it. So, yeah, arrogance, dishonesty, and arrogance. Oh, I, I love that. So just to get this, I just want to get it straight. I'm not sure if it's been clarified or not, but can I just confirm whether you are, um, you like, you're turned on or turned off by arrogance? I just, I can't figure it out. It would have to be a turn off for me, Robin. <laughs> it would have to be a turn off. <laughs> I actually hate so much. I hope, so, you know, for you guys that are listening out there, our Amy of the North, she is single. Just, I hope you're bearing this in mind because she really doesn't like arrogance, you know, and you need to be a bit cheeky. But, you know, I think, you know, we live in the Northeast. (laughs) Yeah, don't be a prick. Um, We live in the Northeast and I... I don't know. I find that a lot of um, a lot of the men up here actually can can be quite cheeky. So, you know, maybe I'll just have to find one. Maybe just gotta get that that diamond in the rough for sure. Yeah, but you know what? I would. um, He's out there. He's probably just he's he's just a little bit lost. Um, he's he's reading. He's reading. He's 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 building <laughs> up his knowledge, building up his knowledge, and he's developing himself because he knows that there's an Amy out there, and he's just like, I just need to to, to you know to get the smarts in. Need to get my smarts in uh, because there's a girl out there who's going to appreciate my my knowledge and my intelligence. So that that's where he is. He's just a little bit delayed. It's he's in lockdown, so he can't access the library. 
So just give him a break. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah look, I I would absolutely love to hear what everyone else's turn offs and turn ons are. Have they changed over time? Yeah. Have you have you given things a little bit more leeway? You know, have you slackened them off a little bit because you're in lockdown, or are you still pretty fixed on? on what it is that you're looking for. We, we would love to find out. So um, how can you contact us? So we are on Twitter and Instagram at LAOD underscore podcasts. We have an email, which is LAOD podcast at iCloud.com. So please feel free to email us, message us, DM us, whatever. Um, and we've also got a discussion group kicking about, which Robin's going to tell you a little bit more about. Yeah, so I've set up a Facebook group. Uh, we've got a, the love and other drugs podcast page but we also have a discussion group the love and other drugs podcast discussion group uh, where you can join and you can we'll, we'll be posting our episodes onto that as well and you can talk about the episodes you can discuss your thoughts you know engage with other listeners have a bit of bounce never know what might happen who you might meet amongst the community would be really really great to get your thoughts on that uh, we'll also put all these details into the episode guide too. Yeah, cool. So then you can just click on whatever you would like um, and hopefully like, subscribe. Please tell your friends about our podcast. We're going to have a two-week review party um, two weeks after our launch on the 3rd of June. So if it is within this time, drop us a review and we'll, you, may, you might win something something good. Something good we will get that mailed out to you personally once we've decided what it is that we're going to send you but it's yeah a free podcast so we you know we're gonna have a, a few episodes coming up and we look forward to engaging with you soon